There are a lot of issues that are a little bit more common among those that are older, retired. There are changes in lifestyle and financial status for most people after they retire. They might be caring for grandchildren, which they might not have anticipated. Often they're helping with a spouse or a partner who's ill, sometimes even a parent who is ill. I'm, I'm seeing that more and more. Loved ones are passing away, and there's concern about your own health and physical well-being and ability to be independent. And for people that are a little bit older, there's also concerns about are the memory issues I'm experiencing, are they a sign of cognitive decline, or are they just because I'm not getting enough sleep or because I'm too stressed? So there's a whole lot of things going on that uh, the levels of complexity increase as we age. So do you find that it's more likely or less likely for people who are older to seek out professional help when they're starting to encounter some of these kinds of stresses in their lives? Well, it's interesting because baby boomers are split into two categories now. So the baby boomers that are 67 and younger tend to be more, let's say, progressive in their view of counseling and mental health, that it's like going to the dentist or going to the doctor. It's just something you do to take care of yourself. Whereas people that are in the upper range of the boomers, there might be more shame and reluctance to talking about whatever's going on or or any difficulties they're encountering, to see it as something shameful or weak to ask for help. I see. And so how do people parse what's going on with them, whether it's just stress, like you said, or lack of sleep, or maybe whether it's something deeper having to do with, say, lack of blood flow to the brain or maybe even dementia? Yeah, most family doctors can do a screen in their office that's just a very brief screen to see, you know, if if there are signs that something is wrong. But you can also go and make an appointment to have a more thorough cognitive screening done to see whether you really are losing functioning or whether this is just, you know, you're not getting enough sleep, this is the normal aging. Um, there, there are ways now that you can have that tested, and um, that's a relief for most people. If you were going to be advising somebody who's older and experiencing inordinate stress right now, whether, like you said, it's from taking care of their grandkids or worrying about their retirement savings, what are some good positive ways for them to deal with stress? And then how do they know when it's time to go seek professional attention? Well, I'll say first of all that you should seek immediate help if you're having thoughts of harming yourself or another person or if um, your daily activities are being disrupted where it's hard to get anything done, where you're not wanting to get up in the morning, uh, those kinds of things, you want to get immediate help. If after a number of weeks you find that you're not sleeping, you're not eating, maybe you're more irritable, you know you're not yourself, that would be a good idea then to just kind of get some kind of input, either talk to your doctor or maybe make an appointment with a mental health specialist 
and see what you can do to kind of shore up your coping skills. So some simple things that I tell people are you can spend 15 minutes every day in something that is focused to, to calm you. So that could be listening to quiet music, sitting in nature, sitting with your pet. But some people have a really hard time just sitting still. And that actually is very good for us to just let our system calm down. Make sure that you're eating. Try to get enough sleep. Watch your caffeine, sugar, and alcohol. Watch how you talk to yourself. Most people are very self-critical. So if you talk a lot of um, smack to yourself, then you're going to have more trouble coping. But we need to be gracious to ourselves and talk to ourselves the way we would talk to a friend. And if you have anybody that you can talk to that is always therapeutic, if there's someone that is supportive, kind, that isn't going to judge you, if you can tap into something connected to building your faith, those are all positive things. And I also remind people it's important to laugh and have fun.